The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I predicted a week or two ago, it doesn't make me a great sage or anything, I knew that once the evacuation from Afghanistan was over, and I, what I mean by over is from kind of our particular point of view, as in it would fall from the headlines in the media, the newspapers, the radio, the television. It's still a big story, it's still a huge global story, but it has kind of fallen from, from the headlines. Now, we might forget a little bit about it, and we kind of hope that you wouldn't, but you do, it's, it's, it's human nature when it doesn't affect you directly. It does fall from, from our attention, but we should never forget there are people here in Cork for whom it's very deeply personal. And and it affects them every day and they worry every day about people back at home. One of them is Wahid. Uh, how are you doing, Wahid? Not bad, PJ. How are you doing yourself? I'm all right, mate. You have a business in Mill Street, a pizza business, and I'll, we'll talk more about that in a little while. But you you have family back in Afghanistan and you're worried about them every day. That's correct, that's correct. I have family back home. It's uh, very worrying, and uh, as you said, uh, I deeply worry about them every second. Tell, tell me about them. Uh, it's, they're in a tough situation, obviously. There's been a change of government, and uh, as uh, you know, the new governments, uh, they're not the most friendly people, so it's, it's just shocking for everybody. Uh, and, and they're just stuck at home. They're just stuck at home, and they don't know what's next to come. Who do you have back in Afghanistan? Who, what family have you? I have, I have two siblings. Uh, I have my little daughter. I have uh, my mom, uh, my wife, my brother. And uh, as you know, back home you have extended families like aunties, uncles. So, yeah. uh, but the most uh, worrying uh, members of the family is obviously my wife and kid and my mom. So it's it's, it's very worrying. Now you you came here um, to seek seek your status here. Uh, you're living, I think, in the direct provision in Trishan Castle, and you're you're obviously put all your papers and all your applications are in. And I think when you get your status, as hopefully you will, you want to bring them here. Uh, I explain I explained to one of your colleagues in the media previously as well. It's not about. Uh, bringing them here is about them being in a safe place yeah uh, if if that means bringing them here uh, because now I can support them uh, because I'm working uh, then then why not yeah what kind of dangers do they face every day uh, at, at the moment uh, you see they can't they can't go to work uh, everybody's very scared, uh, so that's that's one of the biggest problems. Also, if you have worked or if you have any relations with the previous government, uh, then uh, what happens, they, they try to pick you out and uh, kidnap you and then either imprison you or kill you, depending on what uh, relation you had with the previous government. Or if you have criticized them in any way before, so it's, it's very difficult times. Mm, which is why, and I noticed that any people who are here that we speak to, are very careful about choosing your words because you might endanger the people back home and we fully appreciate that. Tell me a bit about your wife. 
she she she's uh, a radio presenter actually herself and uh, they have been told not not to come to work anymore uh, because all the uh, uh, female members of the station they have been told that uh, they're no longer uh, supposed to come uh, to to work because the radio station has been told uh, by the Taliban that they shouldn't have any uh, presenters that are female wow wow so she's at home now she is she's very scared uh, she, uh, she she's very worried and obviously when you're used to a schedule and then all of a sudden you can't go out and you're just stuck at home it's it's very depressing it's, uh, she's finding it very difficult yeah. and tell me about your little girl uh, she she's she's very young so she she doesn't understand what's happening around her uh, so uh, I, I don't know what she's going through obviously uh, I speak to her all the time and try to make her happy as much as I can yeah uh, maybe maybe she's lucky that she doesn't know too much that was going uh, around her yeah yeah when, when like people might ask um what what he'd why did you leave and leave them behind? So tell us that story. You left a couple of years ago. Why? It's, it's not me leaving and leaving them behind. It's actually the family that uh, pushes you out because obviously my life was at, the, uh, at a high risk. Uh, I, I was the one basically going out. Uh, so um, I was a target. I was a target. So it was the family split that I had to leave before something bad happens to me. Why were you, so it's a, not why were you a target? Uh, uh, I, as I told you before, I've explained to uh, your colleagues in, uh, in the media, because I did, I did have uh, interviews before as well. I was a pharmacy dispenser. Yes. And back home, if you're a pharmacy dispenser, obviously you get, you get the local people coming uh, for uh, bringing prescriptions. Yes. Uh, then, you also, then you also get the militants bringing prescriptions or coming and asking for uh, medical help without any prescriptions. Yes. So if if, if you, you're supposed to report them to the government, and if you do that, then uh, they target you. Uh, and if you don't, if you don't report them, uh, then obviously you get in trouble with the government. And also, anyone that's working back home, uh, you have to you have to ask you for payment. If they know, if they know that you're working, and they've seen you, then they ask you for payments. You have to pay them a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. So it, it it wasn't a pleasant situation. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. win either way. How did you get out? Um, I I got out through the help of uh, my uncle, which is my father-in-law as well. I, as I said before, it's not that uh, I wanted to leave, but obviously mm-hmm. it comes. It comes to uh, a situation where the family wants you to leave, and then they they literally push you out because they know something could happen to you. So it was my uncle that uh, arranged for me to leave uh, as soon as possible. Mm. How did you get out? Did you... how, how, when, how, when you say how how did you get out? It's it's a very long journey. It's it's, it's a very difficult. Uh, we have we and, have a few uh, minutes if you want to tell me you came over land I take it yeah that's correct because uh, it, it, it's not that you come by flight you you have to uh, go through 
many different countries in even passing those countries, each border obviously passing them illegally. So in some, some of the borders uh, even get shot at trying to run away uh, because if the police see people crossing the borders, uh, they, they, literally, they literally shoot you, they literally shoot you. So everybody just starts running. Uh, and if you're lucky, then, uh, then you're not uh, shot at. So it's, it's not an easy journey. It's a long journey. Mm. It takes like six months. It takes like six months. And uh, yeah. it's, it's a very dangerous journey. And then you come, you come with boats as well, small boats that you're only allowed two people in, but they put like 10 people, 15 people in. They just push you into the boats. Uh, and, and they're very dangerous here. Yeah. You came, Again, you, you came, to be you like came through Pakistan, which is the neighbouring country, then Iran, Turkey, Greece, Italy, France, and then here to Ireland. Just even, even passing the borders of Pakistan, Turkey, and Iran, they're not easy. As I said, all those three countries, when you're crossing the borders, uh, if, if they see you crossing the border, they, they literally shoot you. So it, it, it's not easy. And then uh, once you cross Turkey, then again, there's a lot of uh, trips by boats, uh, which, as I said before, you're only supposed to be two two people in those uh, rubber, uh, I don't know if they call rubber dinghies. Ribs. But they literally, yeah, they literally fit in like 10 people. They, they, they fit in as many people as they possibly can. Mm. And uh, if the weather is bad, then a lot of people literally die in there. They're just drawn in the sea. Um, and if you're lucky and the weather helps as well, then, then you, you get by. Would you so ever, it's, it's not were you ever in fear that you wouldn't make it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So many places, as I said, uh, even when, when you're, every border you're passing, you're in fear that uh, you, you could be killed here. Uh, even the, the boat trips, they're so dangerous. Uh, you can see it and you're just praying. Everybody's literally praying. Some people are crying. So it's, it's not an easy journey. Uh, n- no, nobody would do it unless, uh, you know, you have no other choice. Yeah. And now that you are here and, and living in the direct provision system, you've started the ball rolling to get to get your, your necessary paperwork. That takes time, doesn't it? It does. It does. I, I still haven't had my interview. I'm uh, waiting for my interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, um, because I had my work permit, uh, so I, 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 I'm lucky that uh, I've got myself busy uh, with the pizza shop. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people I know in direct provision, they can't speak the language or they don't have any working skills. Yes, in, uh, yes you're, you're English. Where, where did you learn English, Wahid? Did you, it's, it's, uh, I, 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 was, I, was actually, I was actually an English teacher back home as well because... Uh, Right now, since since the uh, troops have come to Afghanistan, uh, in English has been a very good tool to learn and work because it, it gives you more opportunities to work. Yes. Did you learn it from the Americans? You did? No, you you have English courses there. Back home now, you have many, many English courses uh, that I've attended. So uh, it, it's, it's very helpful because now... Yeah. The first thing is everybody's trying to learn English because, as I said, it brings a lot of job opportunities. Uh, and that's, that's probably why I was a, a pharmacy dispenser as well, because I'm not a pharmacist, but because I could read uh, prescriptions. Gotcha. That's why I was given the job of uh, a medical because, dispenser. Because your, your English, your English is, is exceptionally good, and I congratulate you on it. I work, 
I worked, I worked hard. I worked hard first year when I came here as well. Uh, I didn't have much work to do because you had to wait nine months for your work permit. Mm-hmm. So I kept I kept reading a lot of books. I tried to watch as much Tilly as I can because le- learning English is one thing, and then speaking it uh, is another as well, yeah, which yeah. I wasn't used to too much. We had we had learned it more like uh, literature. Yeah. So then when you come here and you speak to people, obviously you know the grammar. You have learned it through grammar and everything, like how to yeah. uh, uh, make your sentences and everything. And then when you come here and you put in to practice it, it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. And then once you get you watch it on the telly. Do you have any favorite programs on the telly? Uh, I we have we have we have a TV in our kitchen rooms, uh, but uh, they they most of the time they don't work. They don't work. So I I do I do watch it sometimes. I do watch the news, the RT, uh, RT news, or we watch football. Most of the times people watch football in the TV, so you don't get to watch your own program. Uh, and follow a big timetable. Oh, I got you, I got you. Now, tell me about Castle Pizza. It's down in Main Street, uh, in Drummond in Mill Street. Uh, wh- when did you set that up? Uh, last year, June. Last year, June, uh, it was uh, uh, the previous owner, uh, uh, he retired. Uh, and then the, the shop was up uh, for sale because he wanted to sell it. He was retiring himself. He owned the property as well. Mm-hmm. So when when he sold the property, uh, the new uh, landlord, he wanted to rent it out. Uh, so I, I rented it out, uh, and so far uh, it's been uh, okay. It, it wasn't a, a good time to start because of the pandemic, uh, but uh, I survived the bad times, and now it's getting better and better every day. Good man, good man. It's great to see, and and you you're. The, the business the business is is getting busier and busier. Fish and chips are a big seller, but what's, what's this kebab special of yours that I hear that that, that you're making and everyone loves? I, I actually I actually saw a food picture because I've liked uh, a lot of uh, food pages on Facebook. So you try to pick up a few things and then see if you can make it. So I saw a. Uh, a pizza that was made of uh, kebab. So it's it's basically, normally the pizza is one base. So you have only one base and then you put all the toppings and the cheese and the sauce over it. Mm. But this one, it's literally overfilled with kebab. And then there's one base at the bottom, another base on top. So that's why I say it's like a fish cake because it's overfilled with kebab. And then you have another base on top of it, which on top of the second base, again, if somebody chooses, they can put extra toppings on that as well. So it's filled with kebab as well, and then you can actually choose more toppings to go on top of the second base as well. And people, people really love it. People really love it. I bet they do. I bet that would feed a family, so it would. I, I wish you I wish you well. I wish you every success, uh, Wahid, and I wish every safety on your family. And then thank, hopefully, thank some, hopefully, if you're some, ever in the India, I'll make you the, I'll make you the kebab special thing. <laughs> that I would love to try. Uh, lovely speaking to you, um, and good luck with thank the process you. of getting your papers. Good luck. You're the you're thank the kind you. of person we need in this country. I hope. I hope to, as I have said before as well. I hope to pay back and help the community, which I'm already doing. I don't want to go into those details, but uh, I'm I'm trying to help as much as I can myself. 
because now I'm in a position to help in the direct provision as well yeah. and uh, with the local community as well. All right, all right. You're a great addition to the community in North Cork and, and uh, delighted to have you with us. Uh, Wahid Talwar from Afghanistan, his whole family are still back there. And he'd love one day to get them out and get them out safely. Maybe even get them to Ireland. But he's got to get his own papers sorted here first. Runs that lovely little business, Castle Pizza, in Mill Street. Courts 96 FM.